0: Greetings in the name of Christ, this is the Hope to Hope podcast, a podcast that exists to share Christ, his truth, and his saving love for his people. To this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. We're in Malachi chapter 3, and remember the people ask God, how shall we return, or how have we robbed you, or will a man rob God? And God told them what they did precisely, and here he's going to give them more of what uh, they need to do then to make things right with God. What they need to do is simply this from verse 10 to verse 12. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows, Then I will rebuke the devourer for you, so it will not destroy the fruits of the ground, nor will your vine in the field cast its grapes, says the Lord of hosts. All the nations will call you blessed, for you shall be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. The remedy was very simple for them, as you see there. It was for them to start doing what is right. If you are a thief, if you still still know more, but not only still no more, start giving to show that you have repented. So, uh, the as you saw, the people robbed God by keeping to themselves what did not belong to them. So here they are to start giving uh, generously. You see that they had to bring their the whole tithe into the storehouse because the the temple um, served as the, if you may say, warehouse because it kept the fruits, the animals that people brought, and the money, and it was distributed for sacrificial purposes. And the Levites used it for their own domestic needs, just like today we have pastors who rely on churches for their domestic needs. So pastors have to be paid. When we give money to the church, and that is why they they cannot get any money anyway. They have to get it from the church. The Levites also were not permitted to work anywhere; they had to get their money from uh, the temple, and they they also used it for whatever emergencies arose. Today we have benevolence in the church, so when members are in need, we help them from the money that is in the church, or when we have widows who cannot provide for themselves. The church has to provide, and when we have orphans, we have to provide for them. The In the Old Testament, however, this 10% or tithes was not the limit per se. They had to go beyond that. They could give as much as 23%, or some people even say more. It's not precisely... You cannot. It's not easy to work out exactly how much they gave, but as I said, at least ten percent. If we cannot give more, because the New Testament uh, tells us in Second Corinthians chapter eight verse seven, and I would encourage you to read uh, the whole of First Corinthians chapter eight and chapter nine to see that we have to excel in this giving of grace. Uh, remembering that. Uh, Everything we own comes from God and we owe it to him. Uh, and God offers this challenge to his people, say, test me in this. See if I will not um, give you an abundance in return. And then we see that the will receive blessings from verse 11 to verse 12. Um, the blessings had to do with the crops and things like that, uh, because this was... Um, um, the way this this blessing had to had to had to come, and there was a purpose for this. This was an agrarian society, so they had to be blessed with an agrarian blessing. And God would not give them merely this these blessings for their comfort, for their health, and to be happy, but also that the name of the Lord would be honored. So, when we have this health. When we have the blessings, when we have happiness, because God provides, it serves then as an evangelistic tool, that all the nations will call you blessed and and they delight in your God and not in you. <clears throat> so this is what I usually we say today, that we don't preach health and wealth gospel, the prosperity gospel, but at the same time, we don't say God always wants you to be poor and sick But we say he does provide blessings and he does give you blessings so that the unbelievers may see that a call to the Christian life does not necessarily mean suffering, but suffering may come. And if it comes, we handle it better than the unbelievers. So equally, when we have health and happiness and blessings, we should handle those differently from the unbelievers. We should show them how we serve the Lord in our health, in our wealth, in our sickness and um, in our poverty.